Hello everyone, I am Evangelist Elaine. My message today is entitled Spiritual Purification. I pray you will be blessed by it and it will minister to you. We are commanded to guard our heart, for out of it comes the issues of life. So we must keep our temple holy. When we don't guard our heart, impurities flow into our heart, causing spiritual contamination, which brings about an unclean spirit. Spiritual contamination can come from evil, stinking thinking, idolatry, lust of the eyes and the flesh, or pride of the life, or sexual fantasies, deception, witchcraft, and even witchcraft prayers of the saints and entering, uh, entertaining the devil, uh, the incubus and succubus spirit, masturbation, pornography, receiving evil gifts and mantles and anointings from the false lights and angels of darkness that come to, sometimes come to you in the disguise of light. All evil visitations, evil portals, illegal and astral projection into the spirit realm, which would be um, other than going uh, where the Holy Spirit would lead you into the spirit. Also anger, toxic behaviors, abuse, demonic worship, being rebellious and disobeying God, secret sins, addictions, and so on and so on. These all pollute the altar of your heart and hinder your communications with God and the answer to your prayers. It obstructs your worship and coming before the face of the Lord. It can also affect your physical life and prosperity when there is an open revolving door or portal for the devil to into, enter into your life. Spiritual contamination is a time of being polluted and a time of impurity. Even nations and cities and states and counties and neighborhoods, even families can be polluted and impure and, and contain spiritual contaminations. Every and any way the spiritually contaminated person interacts with others, it is contaminated. If that contamination is not cleansed from their heart, they will be contaminating others by touch, by their words, through ministry, through friendship, family, business adventures, even a prayer that they pray for you can be contaminated. It's a transference of spirits. They've become a carrier and a spreader of the spiritual contaminations and sometimes they're not even aware of it. It's like a spiritual virus whereby they, in turn, will contaminate others. The multiplication effect. This is explained in the following scripture of the transference of uncleanness even from a menstruous woman to any person or man that would touch um, anything, any of their objects, their clothing, or their bed. Anything that they touched or sat on during their cycle. In Leviticus 15, verses 19, um, 20, and 21, um, I'm going to read those to you, and also down to 23. 
um, so that you will see scripture. Now, all this, this is from the Old Testament. This is letting you know what goes on um, whenever someone is unclean. And it starts with verse 19. And if a woman have an issue, meaning her cycle, her monthly cycle, and her issue in her flesh be blood, she shall be put apart seven days, and whosoever touches her shall be unclean until the evening. And everything that she lieth upon in her separation shall be unclean. Everything also that she sitteth on shall be unclean. And whosoever touches her bed shall wash his clothes and bathe himself with water and be unclean until the evening. And whosoever touches anything that she sat upon shall wash his clothes and bathe himself in water. Yes, that's what the scripture says, for he shall be unclean until the evening. And if it be on her bed or anything wherein she sitteth, when he touches it, he shall be unclean until the evening. Once you recognize you have some harmful residuals that are staging negative effects in your life, even after your confession of those sins and iniquities and transgressions and renouncing and the repenting of the evil activities and, and those of your ancestors, plus separating yourself from those that are contaminated and apprehending the blood of Jesus um, for the, for the, you know, for the um, forgiveness of your sins, you must get into the word. Scripture refers to residual spiritual contamination as a stain, which is referenced in Jeremiah 2.22. It says, although you wash yourself with lye and use much soap, the stain of your iniquity is before me, declares the Lord God. According to Isaiah 1.16, it reads as such, Wash your clothes, make yourself clean, remove the evil of your deeds from my sight, cease to do evil. Then in 1 John 1.7 and 1 John 1.9 tells us the blood of Jesus cleanses us from all sins. And it says, But if we walk in the light as he himself is in the light, we have fellowship with one another. And the blood of Jesus, his son, cleanses us from all sin. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and righteous to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse us from all our unrighteousness. In order for the removal of the spiritual contamination, there must be a humbling and a true humility found in that person. And all pride has to go. Word says, the sacrifices of God are a broken heart and a broken and contrite spirit. That's a humbling. That's a breaking of the heart. That's a um, pure godly sorrow for your sins. Uh, that's a complete turning away from all evil. That's a purifying, a cleansing that is done. 
So the word must be spoken aloud over them that are unclean by one that is spiritually clean in order to cleanse the one that is unclean. The solution is the word of God. They must begin to purify their heart with the washing of the water of the word. In Psalms 51, King David and Prophet Job mentions their cleansings rituals before Jesus Christ even came. Job 9.30 says, If I should wash myself with snow and cleanse my hands with lye. Psalms 51.7 says, Purify me with hyssop and I shall be clean. Wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Also, Prophet Ezekiel mentions to those that were into idolatry in Ezekiel 36.25. Then I will sprinkle clean water on you, and you will be clean. I will cleanse you from all your filthiness and from all your idols. And he says in Ezekiel forty-four, twenty-six, After he is cleansed, seven days shall elapse for him. I'll continue in the next session and um, share with you how it was done after Jesus came. So I will see you in part two. God bless you.